بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وموالاه وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته أهلا وسهلا once again to our program I am near a focused program on the du'as from the Quran and the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as we say our sad farewells to the month of Ramadan and as it departs from us we utilize the final moments of this great month to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for acceptance. Remember that while all the deeds we have been blessed to do in the month of Ramadan are great and inshallah they are going to be accepted by Allah, at the end of the day the only value that they have is the extent of the acceptance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah can grant someone the qabiliyah or the ability to do something but if he doesn't grant that person the qabuliyah the acceptance of those things and those actions then the person's deeds are very empty and they are wasted efforts we ask Allah not to waste our deeds and Allah promises in the Quran that he will not waste one's deeds we ask of his mercy because the Prophet Muhammad taught us that we should know that no one will be saved by their deeds alone. And the Sahaba asked, not even you, Ya Rasulullah? And he responded, not even I, except if Allah envelops me with his rahmah, with his mercy. So it is only through the qudra and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because the qudra grants, us, uh, grants the ability to do the deeds, but through the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he affords that honor upon us to do uh, those acts of worship. And he wants to accept it from us. And we should we should be affirmative in our yaqeen. We should be absolutely certain that Allah has accepted our good deeds because that is the way that we should make dua. And dua is ibadah. We should believe that Allah accepts our worship. But at the same time, we should beg of him and cry before him. For if Allah accepts, truly accepts our Ramadan from us, Subhanallah, with the blessings of Ramadan and the great nature of this month, where one night alone is much greater than a thousand months, if Allah accepts it from us, we have been successful. We don't know if this is the last Ramadan of our lives. We don't know what will transpire. And we don't know what lies ahead of us in the next year. What Allah has sent down with the angels in the night of Qadr. We don't know whether our names was among those names given to the angel of death. We don't know which calamities may befall. And at the same time, we don't know what success lies in our path. And we, we don't know what fortune lies in our path and which blessings Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had decreed for us. But what we do know is that Allah is our Lord and we are his servants. And it is, un, it is an absolute honor to serve him subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is important to ask for acceptance as the month of Ramadan departs from us. And in addition to acceptance, it is important to ask for istiqamah. Uh, one way in which we can do this is to ask for Allahumma ahitna bittaqwa wal istiqamah. And another way is through Surah Al-Fatiha, ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. Because essentially the istiqamah that we want is the hidayah, ihdina, guide us, mustaqim, on that straight path, that path of Istiqama, which means to be upright consistently because while we know and fully acknowledge that we can't be the same in Ramadan and outside of Ramadan it wouldn't be possible it wouldn't be um, 
it wouldn't be feasible for us and Ramadan wouldn't be special then. The only the only gift of Ramadan that really uh, you know makes us wonder every year, that makes us really perplexed each year, is the ability that Allah grants us and the barakah that Allah grants us in Ramadan. Try outside of Ramadan to perform 20 rakats of taraweeh after Salatul Isha and uh, you'll find it much more difficult. But Allah grants us this month of Ramadan, we shouldn't lose everything at the same time. We can't keep everything, but we shouldn't lose everything. So as a, as a means of guidance, the Prophet ﷺ teaches the Sahaba, لا تكن مثل فلان كان يقوم الليل فترك كيام الليل Don't be like so and so. He used to stand up at night and pray to Allah and then he discarded, he abandoned the standing up at night. Which indicates it's not that the person needed to do exactly the same. Just continue the practice, even if it is to the smallest quantity. Don't be a person who reads the Qur'an from cover to cover in Ramadan and then neglects the Qur'an for the remaining parts of the year. We again cannot expect of ourselves to exert ourselves in the same manner outside of Ramadan. Not even Nabi Muhammad wasallam did that. We know from authentic narrations that Sayyida Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha would say that كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يجتهد في رمضان ما لا يجتهد في غيره that he exerted himself in the month of Ramadan as he would in no other time of the year. وفي الأشر الأواخر منها ما لا يجتهد في غيره and then even more so during the last 10 nights of the month of Ramadan he would exert himself again extra. So we know that we cannot maintain the same level. So istiqama doesn't mean that we now have to do the same and even more. Istiqama means that we keep up some form of the good deeds and of the good actions that we built up for ourselves during the month of Ramadan. This means a little bit of Quran recitation every day. Make it a habit inshallah, even if it is a half a page, even if it is one page. And yes, the first week after Ramadan, especially during the six days of Shawwal, it's easy to continue with a juz a day, two juz a day, etc. But we need to be reasonable and consistency. The key to consistency is doing so little, so little that it's almost ridiculous not to do it. But at the same time, so little that it's almost ridiculous for you to just do that amount. It must be like, how can I only do a half a page? How can I only do a page, you know, when I feel like I want to do so much more? That's the point where you need to really curb yourself. Do enough to keep going, but so little as to feel like you should be doing more. And if, inshallah, with this one strategy that we could employ, we can manage to take a little bit of the blessings of Ramadan through the rest of the year. It's also a time that we remind ourselves that one of the signs of an accepted Ramadan is a difference in our behavior, a difference in our characteristics, and certainly a sign of the acceptance of Tawbah, which I hope may Allah accept all of our Tawbah in the month of Ramadan, but a sign of true acceptance of Tawbah is that we don't go back to those sins again. And in order for us to make true Tawbah, it's not just this wishful thinking. One needs to take active steps in the direction of abandoning those sins and moving to a better space in one's life. And so therefore, we can use the dua that we've recited in the month of Ramadan. 
ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب أو الله do not cause our hearts to deviate after you had guided us لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا and grant us من لدنك from you رحمة mercy إنك أنت الوهاب indeed you are the bestower you are the bestower of great gifts so Again, this supplication is one form, one uh, method of imploring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for istiqamah. But the practical aspect of that lies within our own power, inshallah. My final tip for our supplications, when it comes to being consistent with our supplications, it can also be challenging outside of the month of Ramadan, especially considering that we have to have, we have, to have consistency in our salah, and we have to have consistency in our faraid. So when it comes to this, the extra acts of worship, then to also have consistency there can be somewhat difficult. I'd like you to try bundling your good deeds in sets around salah. So for example, we are going to pray our five daily salahs. Inshallah, Ya Rab, I pray that all of us are beyond the days of neglecting our prayer and if we are not ya salam may allah may allah really wake us up for we've had the month of ramadan and this was the ultimate wake up call but it's never too late it's never too late for any of us ya rab may allah grant us all to be steadfast in our prayer but if we bundle our good deeds around our salah and we manage to be consistent in that way wallahi it will help us in such an amazing way for example if you want to recite quran and you used to, in Ramadan, recite Qur'an around Fajr time, before or after, then try to keep your Qur'an connected to Fajr. And if you used to recite your daily supplications after Fajr, then you keep your daily supplications with Fajr. And if you used to, for example, recite your Qur'an after Salatul Isha or after Taraweeh, then you keep it connected to Salatul Isha. And in this way, if you bundle your good deeds together around your Salah, which you, inshallah, are already going to be making, we can carry our deeds through till next Ramadan, inshallah. Or, who knows, perhaps, perhaps by the time the next Ramadan comes around, we will be with our Creator, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And Ya Allah, should that be the case, that we meet you before we meet another Ramadan, then we beg of you, Ya Rabb, our merciful Lord, these desperate souls, we beg of you with hearts yearning for your lutf, Ya Latif, please allow that this Ramadan and our previous Ramadans be enough to earn your pleasure, be enough to win salvation from the fires of Jahannam, and be enough to enter into Jannah with your beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and that it be enough for us to see your face in Jannah al-Firdaus al-A'la, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad, subhanallahi wa bihamni, subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamnik, nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.